I just thought that one where like this woman like eats pickles near Mike. Oh, that's weird. I don't like the eating ones. The eating ones are weird. What are the good ones then? I don't know. Where it's like a. Like that. This feels sexual. I'm also, make, I'm also we're going to make this episode real crazy so because I don't have to edit it. Yes, yeah, so we're going to stop and start things as much as we want. <laughs> Just to fuck with Kaylin. Just to fuck with me. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host. <laughs> Use your people words, Dara. <laughs> Dara Whitman. All right. Very nice. Um, and my voice is still on the fritz because um, it's allergy season here in um, eastern Pennsylvania. So we're going to make it work, but we could not delay. We had to record this now because we are at the very end of the first season of Gravity Falls. Today we're going to be talking about episode 19, Dreamscapers, and episode 20, Gideon Rises. Mm -hmm. um, so let's get started with Dreamscapers. Uh, what do you think, Dara? You know, I was surprised like, with these two episodes. Honestly, like nothing really like weird happened. It was just a very like, normal episode, and yeah. like nothing out of the ordinary happened. Right. For, for a show that, that talks about how paranormal it is and how strange things happen, really nothing strange happened. Yeah. In the slightest. Yeah. Not at all. It's fine. <laughs> Um, well, maybe maybe once we start uh, going through the synopsis, we'll actually like pick up on you know something that was strange. But we really have to like look hard. I just surprised it. the first thing that blew my mind was that basically this show is SpongeBob, mm -hmm. especially with Mr. Krabs and Plankton. Oh yes, yes, we have some characters that we can easily describe as Krabs and Plankton. So well, let's get started, shall we? So we start off in the mystery shack as we usually do. So Stan calls the kids down to watch a commercial about little Gideon, because he's still around. He's still doing things. We haven't seen him in a while. He hasn't really been, we haven't seen his schemes lately, but trust us, he's been a scheming. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Derek isn't the biggest fan of little Gideon. That's fair. I respect that. Okay. So Gideon has some more commercials and he says that, um, I think one of them has the, you know, look for his new location, yeah, which is on top of the mystery shack. Which, like, why would you make a commercial for before you have so There's, like, so much stuff with, like, this, like, deed thing and how it's confusing to me. Mm-hmm. So. But, um. And, like, I know we said there's a finder's keepers law, but that technically wasn't finder's keepers. But, yeah, it does stop them from pursuing it, though, because it is in his possession. So they don't really care. And also because everyone loves Gideon. He says, And they hate but Stan. But they just gave it to me. And yeah, nobody really likes he Stan. He doesn't say it like that. He's like, well, they just gave, I can't even do the voice. They just gave it, gave the blah. A little old me. Little, they just gave it all to little old me and now we're all good. I don't, that was probably the best I could do. Uh, that wasn't bad. All right. I, I believe in you. Um, so they're, they're wondering, they're like, is, is, you know, what's Gideon scheming? And everyone has bad experiences with Gideon because he's just like not a good dude. Nobody really likes him. No, he just tries to trick Stan a lot. Mm -hmm. This very nice guy, nice guy to Mabel. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then Dipper, you know. We kind of see like how very, like in these episodes, how like very protective Dipper is over Mabel, which I like. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, that's like, I think like, like, but we can like make fun of him. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think Dipper's a bad guy. No, like, not at all. I think he's just a 12 year old kid who's like, but like the fact of the matter is like, he's going to think more about Mabel than he is himself. Right. Yeah. Um. So, what Gideon's latest scheme is that he's trying to get the deed to the mystery shack. Mm-hmm. That way, if he gets the deed, in theory, he has it. Um. But the deed is locked up in a safe. Mm-hmm. So, and Stan says to him that, you know, the only way... This the code is in his mind, and nobody else mm-hmm. can get it because it's that's where it is. Mm-hmm. Gideon decides that he is going to uh, use the power of journal number two, which is the journal he has in his possession, mm-hmm. to summon a great power um, that he can use to get the deed from Stan. Yes, Mabel and Seuss are hanging out outside the shack, so they actually witness this. What Gideon does. Meanwhile, Dipper. <sighs> Is kind of off doing chores because Stan always kind of make, makes him mm-hmm. go and do the chores. and Which is upsetting him. Yeah, that's really upsetting Dipper because he feels like he's always the one getting picked on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's kind of not big fan of Stan right now. So Gideon is, like, in the woods and he, like, performs this weird ritual, um, starts chanting things. I think the chant's kind of funny. Um, what is it? It's just like, it was just like really, really random, like, Latin sounding words. But there's the part where his eyes start to glow and get that weird... Kind of thing. If you reverse that, what he's saying, it re- the reverse message says backwards message, backwards message, backwards message. Backwards. <laughs> That's clever. It's really good. So, what through this ritual, Gideon summons this creature. Some call it a dream demon, whose name is Bill Cipher. I call him Illuminati guy. Illuminati guy. Well, because here's the thing: this technically isn't the first we've seen. Of Bill Cipher. He's always in the theme song at the end, like the blinky thing. Yes. Bill always appears. There's a lot of triangle imagery in this show, and I think I've said this before, that actually kind of, you know, we see more of it later, because we see a lot of triangles, because everyone's like, oh, it's funny, Illuminati jokes, but a lot of it is alluding to this character, Bill Cipher, who we've we've seen kind of in the background of things, in drawings, um, but we haven't actually seen, quote unquote, in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is our first meeting with Bill Cipher. So you asked me if the voice actor was, it sounds very John Mulaney-esque. It sounded like Spider-Ham. It's actually um, Alex Hirsch doing a David Lynch impersonation. Oh, all right. Yeah, because they tried to get David Lynch to do the voice. and he was, didn't do it? I think he was busy with stuff. He just Or just didn't want to. <laughs> but they tried to get David Lynch. They couldn't. So That's it's just a- Alex Hirsch doing a David Lynch impersonation. David Lynch is like... I don't, like, because he doesn't seem like that weird. Granted, i never seen a Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. but I, the only movie I saw of his was Blue Velvet, hmm. which is, like, a movie I don't particularly, I, like, I think it's, like, one of those movies that's, like, really, it's a well-made movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one I particularly enjoyed. Right. So, I, but I think he's a good director, right. and I want to watch Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so. that. A lot of the show is Twin Peaks inspired, so, like, I feel like there's stuff that we No, but off. there's no murdered girl. You don't know that. It's a kid's show. For kids. Um, so. Um, so it's Alex Hirsch. So it's, out, so, so it's not anybody special. Just Alex Hirsch. It's just Alex Hirsch doing like half the voices in this whole show. It's fine. It's fine. Also, that wasn't the voice I expected to come out of that. Oh, really? What kind of voice were you expecting? I don't know. I guess like something more like demon-like, but now it just sounded kind of like Hades from the Hercules movies. Because <laughs> he's like very chill sounding. He's like, ah. Bill Cipher, nice to meet you. So 
Gideon tells Bill that, you know, he brought him with the purpose because he wants to get inside Stan's mind and find the deed to the shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Cipher seems to recognize the name Stan Pines because he kind of turns away and starts thinking. But there's like, can, a, yeah, the flash of Stan, but there's like another symbol. There's so like I'm a symbol. Like, so I'm like, oh yeah, Stan obviously knows something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And As I always thought. <laughs> and the symbol that you actually see in Bill Cipher, we actually see in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Yes. Ha ha. Um. So, <clears throat> Bill is more than willing to help because he also wants something from Gideon in return, and Gideon is more than willing um, as soon as Bill completes his side of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they shake hands on it, and then Bill leaves with one of my favorite lines of the show, which is, reality is an illusion, the universe is a hologram, buy gold, buy. So, I just think it's really funny. Does it mean anything? No. Okay. I just think it's really funny. Okay. It's just a great way to exit. So, oh, and also the part with the deer teeth, you didn't seem too fond of that. When, the, you know, we kind of get to the see the first. The human, and I'm just like, what? The first demonstration of, like, Bill's power is that he rips the deer teeth, like, psychically re- takes the deer teeth out of a deer, and it's kind of creepy. I was kind of, yeah, that was, like, kind of creepy. So I'm just yeah. Like, yeah. It's a kid show. Yeah. I mean, the deer got his teeth back. Why were they also human teeth? I don't know. They look Maybe really that's cute. what deer teeth look like. I never got close enough to a deer. What do deer teeth look like? Hold on, kids. What are the odds I type in deer teeth and the gravity falls shows up? I'm just concerned you're going to get something gross. It's funny. funny. I type in deer teeth and then it, it like suggested gravity falls to me. I was like, yeah, everybody knows that scene. Um, ooh, that's like creepy looking. Mm. I'm not going to show you that because that's really, that's kind of creepy looking. Is that like the time I like looked up that picture of like a split penis and then it's not as disturbing as a split penis. Oh, that's scary too. Why does it look so scary? Show me. I'll show you the not as freaked out one. Why is there a lot of blood? No, it was just like it was like a whole head, the one that I saw. Uh. <laughs> so like I get it. We're not gonna I don't know if we should show that on We're not. If you want to see what deer teeth look like, just Google, Google it. deer teeth. Because we're a family show. Yes. So, Bill leaves to go enter Stan's mind, and then uh, Mabel and Seuss were witnesses to the whole thing, so they run back to the, the shack mm-hmm. um, to kind of say what they, explain what they just saw, mm-hmm. and we kind of see Stan start to get kind of, like, possessed, um, basically, or we can see the Bill enter his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so they use the journal, and they find that it says, you know, it basically says, like, Bill Cipher is not a guy you want to mess with. Don't make deals with him. It's a it's a bad idea. Yes. And so, but they are able to find an incantation that lets them also go into Stan's mind. Right and that's also them. a bunch of, like, random, like, Latin words. Yes. <laughs> and then it's just, like, random stuff. Like, they, I think one of the lines... Wasn't it, like, habeas corpus? Habeas corpus. It was another one. I think the one part was, like, said it was... <laughs> Yeah, here's the here's the whole here's the whole chant to get into Stan's mind. It's Fidentis Omnium, Magister Mentium, Magnesium Ad Hominem, Magnum Opus, Habeas Corpus, Inceptus Nolanus Overatus. <laughs> is that a jab? <laughs> that is definitely a jab. It felt like a jab. It's such a jab. So that's that's the part that's really funny. Inceptus Nolanus Overatus. Oh, but I like Inception, though. That's a good movie. It's funny, because that's, like, actually, it's, like, the very similar plot, and, like, going into dreams and trying to figure out information. Yeah. That's really good. Dude, now I want, dude, a Gravity Falls movie directed by Christopher Nolan. 
<laughs> that would be like no. the, that would be the best and the worst thing ever. Absolutely the worst thing ever. I like I do like Christopher. We, I, I I like Christopher Nolan's films, but not Gravity, not a Gravity Falls movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they do end up going into the mine, which and they find it's like this very like kind of gray space. Um, it looks kind of creepy. It looks kind of it's very like feels very like barren, hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as they're walking in, they do see meet Bill Cipher for the first time, mm-hmm. and he refers to Seuss Mabel and Dipper as question mark shooting star and pine tree. I'm not sure if you caught that. I did, but I so is Mabel shooting star mm-hmm. and then Dipper's pine tree. Yeah. I don't know what they mean. Ah, I get the question. I'll bring mark. that up at the end of the episode. Okay, kind of. I get where the, that fits in. I get question mark for Zeus. Yeah, let's just be honest. Right. Well, and Mabel usually wears the shooting star sweater, and Dipper has his pine tree hat. So, so that was it. No, we'll we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll talk about one way. Okay. Fun fan things in the show. So I think. Let's see. Let's see. Um, so we kind of cut, we kind of get to see, um, another demonstration of Bill's power because, uh, Mabel goes in to tackle Bill, but he just absorbs her and spits her back out. Mm-hmm. And then he also just shoots a hole right through Dipper. Rip. He just shoots a hole right through him. I'm like, oh. And then he walks around basically the rest of the episode with a giant hole in him. Yeah. So like, it happens. It happens. Um, you never had that happen to you before? A giant hole shot through me? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I missed out on that experience. Not, I mean, it's not it's not as bad as like you'd think it'd be, but like it's just kind of it's more of a nuisance. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Would you like to elaborate? No, I just said it was like this is kind of a nuisance. It's okay. not like a big deal. All right. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for uh, enlightening me on that subject. You're welcome. <laughs> so Bill kind of talks about his the plan that he made with Gideon. Mabel says that you know she's kind of skeptical about how much you know he knows or what he can know so he uses his power to bring to life the things that she's thinking about which is those two really radical 80s movie boys from a movie she was trying to watch earlier yeah so are they supposed to like be like like not not what we're thinking of like a reference to anybody or just 80s i don't think so so it's kraz and xyler are the two boys so just 80s they're just like super 80s like dream boys like feel like they're like some kind of boy you'd encounter in some kind of um you know, like video game, like CD-ROM game, like we were talking about in previous episodes. Yes. Like that's like the vibe I get. That like is. you're like going to the beach. Everything is like, like do, 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 do. Everything's like 8-bit music. Um, so anyway, they enter Stan's mind and they enter this weird version of the mystery shack mm-hmm. and there's doors everywhere and each door is access to a different memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're basically going in and trying to find the memory of the safe combination before Bill does. Yes. So that's kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we get, kind of get a little look into um, Stan's life. Mm-hmm. For example, he did spend time in a Colombian prison because Stan does like a lot of illegal stuff and sometimes he gets arrested for See, it. See, now I just want a prequel show about Stan's life because it yeah. sounds weird. Mm-hmm. I also like when he was a door-to-door vacuum salesman and his the, the tagline for his product was, it sucks more than anything. I enjoyed that, especially because they don't usually let you say sucks on a TVY7 show. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought sucks was like one of those okay words. No. Like, especially like it's nowadays, it's like, no. Time's gone on. At least in the TVY7. I think I've only. Like, like TVG, you could say it sucks. No, TVPG. Really? It's I, like TV. I'm pretty sure it's like TVG. TVY. Y7. TV, Y7. I'm not sure where G fits in. 
I think like mostly the cooking shows that I see that are like in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like Sunday like Sunday morning cooking shows, they're usually TVG. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's like right above Y7, wouldn't it be? Because like Y and Y7 feels like a kids. And yeah. then G is like. I think G is just like general audiences for like. And then PG yeah. and then PG 13? Um, no, TV, TV 14. 14. TV MA. MA, okay. Yeah. That's so. what I watch. <laughs> MA. I like. I like my kid shows. Um, but the only other kid show, kid shows that I've heard them see like this sucks on were TV PG. So. I feel like they might have set that element. Because I'm pretty sure. I think Adventure Time and Steven Universe, which I think are both TV PG shows. See, it's, they get away I with thought Steven Universe was a Disney show. Cartoon Network. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I always like combine Gravity Falls and Steven Universe in my head, so I always have to mix up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They're very different shows. I think they are different shows, but like I thought that they were made by, I thought both of them were made by the same people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, they're both Disney shows. Mm-hmm. So... I guess I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So on um, on their way, as they're looking through like this this mindscape, um, Dipper finds kind of the the door that has um, Stan's memories of him, and he wants to know what Stan thinks of him. Cause, yeah, because uh, Dipper's kind of annoyed. He feels like he's always cleaning up after Stan, um, and Stan doesn't really appreciate him, and he's always being hard on him. So he wants to know if Stan like really hates him or not. Mm. So he goes and searches, and he sees that. There's one memory where he's chopping wood and Stan is talking to Seuss about him and Stan says something along the lines of, you know, that he's a loser and he's pathetic. He just wants to get rid of him. And Dipper doesn't really stick around to find out the whole context of that. He just takes that face value and leaves because he thinks that Stan hates him. Yes. Um, and so while he's kind of over there, Mabel, Seuss, and the dreamy teenage boys are looking and they finally find the they use their knowledge of stan to figure out where he hides things which is usually under the one rug Mm -hmm. um so there they're able to find the memory of the uh safe yes so it's so the code is 1344 so they try to figure out what they should do with it mail suggests that they destroy it seuss volunteers uh, to destroy it because he's got muscly arms or whatever. And um, mind powers, apparently. Yeah, and so it's, but instead of like using his muscles, he just like focuses on it and starts moving it with his mind. And then we realize that's not Seuss, guys. It's not that's Seuss. not Seuss. Mm-hmm. It was actually Bill the whole time because the real Seuss walks in. So where was he? Um, I think he makes a comment about something that he saw somewhere else. Okay. But probably got distracted. Uh, it's fair. Because it's like, Seuss. So then, kind of a fighting ensues. But I think before that, that's when Dipper, um, kind of, oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, sorry, I've got that. Remember, we're good at our jobs. We're good at our jobs. Um, yeah, so Bill, he is in possession of the memory now, so he mm-hmm. kind of gets out of there, and Dipper kind of comes back, and, you know, Mabel and Seuss say they have to stop this, this is really bad, and they have to stop Bill, um, mm-hmm. and Dipper is like, well, why should I care, because Stan hates me, uh, which is like, Dipper, we can understand your frustrations here, but also, like, this is like a dream demon, you should probably stop him. I get the dream, I guess, but, like, Dipper's the type of person that, like, he gets, I don't know if he gets upset easily, but it's kind of like, mm-hmm. realizing, like, hey, maybe this person doesn't like you, so, like, why should you care? Yeah. It's like, 
Mm-hmm. They lose everything, and especially because like that's the thing of like there's like some there, I feel like with like Mabel and Dipper, there's like kind of a way out of all this, right? Like they can just go home, right? Yeah, and uh, but like Mabel's are still you know she's like it's not just about sin, it's about saving the shack because it's not just. You know, them helping out their uncle, which, you know, they believe in. But, you know, it's, it's about shaving their shoe sack. And Dipper is, you know, not having it. He kind of leaves. And they are left to go deal with Bill. Yes. Um, which, spoiler alert, isn't probably going to go well for a while. So, but Dipper is able to kind of, he, he's kind of wandering around. He refinds that memory again. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the whole context of the situation, which was um, that the, the words that Stan was using that Dipper thought was describing him. Stan was actually describing himself when he was that age. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little bit more of a peek into Stan's childhood, where he kind of started off as a loser, and his dad signed him up for boxing lessons, and he was able to, to fight for himself. So mm-hmm. Stan knows how to stick up for himself, and he wants Dipper to be able to do the same. Because he cares about him. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like one of like, the violence the best way to do that, but then if you think like you can stick up for yourself with words. Left well. hook! <laughs> That was funny. I guess, like, I kind of wonder, like, especially with, like, like with, like, men in general, should we say, like, you should solve all your problems with violence? I don't think that's what they were saying. No. At all. I think it's just, like, like especially, you can all stick up for yourself with words. Or, right. like, smartness, so. Right. It's about, it's about fighting back and sticking up for yourself. I like, okay. I approve. Dara approved. Yes. Yay. So, Dipper stumbles into the memory, and Dream Stan, um. Fixes the hole. Fixes the hole. Finally. And he kind of explains to Dipper that this is the mindscape. You can do whatever the hell you want here. Like, it's your mind. You can dream up whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dipper uses that knowledge to go back and let everyone know. And then they can use that to fight Bill. Yes. And then the fight scene. Fight scene. Which Wait. is like a very weird and a little trippy. There were cool. ki- there were kitty fists. Yes. And 80s music. Yeah. So like what more could you possibly need? Ah, uh, it's like something I didn't know I wanted until I saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's hamster balls. Yeah. It's it's fun. I feel like it's a lot of callbacks to, like, previous things. The hamster ball was, like, from an early episode um, and other stuff. So the, a lot of through this episode, we kind of see a lot of clips from older episodes or see, like, other things from different perspectives, mm-hmm. uh, which I really enjoyed. There's also the part where Seuss opens a door where it stands, <laughs> stands about to go down to find whatever's in the basement. And then Seuss He's goes, like, Boring. I just like assumed like we're probably gonna figure out what's under there by the end of the by the end of the season, so I'm like it's fine. <laughs> it was funny though. So yeah, so they they use their imaginations um, to summon a portal to throw Bill out of Stan's mind. But you know, Bill is very powerful, so he's not you know he's not really defeated necessarily, as he just kind of admits that he lost this round or that he's kind of done with this. Um, he wants to keep them around because apparently he has plans for them later, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, Bill leaves. Bye. Bye, Bill. That's not the last we're going to see of him, is it? Absolutely not. I kind of figure because of, like, the ending of the next episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Something's mm. a little, something's a little something. But as, like, a villain thing, mm-hmm. if he's a villain, I'm pretty, I'm, like, 90% sure he's a villain or mm-hmm. bad guy. I like it better than Gideon. Nice. Because, you know, Gideon's irritating. Right. But. Right. But Bill's Bill, Bill seems kind of like a fun villain. Yeah, right? Like, he's kind of like, those, like, hey, it's me, your buddy Bill. <laughs> he's, like, one of those, like, chaotically powerful types where, like, you know, he can do, like, some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, And kind of seeing him do it is, like, 
like kind of fun, but like a little scary too. Listen, I can make you. I can make you a deal. We'd be good to go. Okay, good. <laughs> I think that's my Hades voice. <laughs> you want some deer teeth, kid? Um, there you go. Have fun. So everyone leaves Stan's mind. They wake up, and then you know hugs. Yeah, everyone like Dipper hugs Stan. Like they all kind of you know they're good. Everything's happy, and then all of a sudden, kapush. Gideon uses the next best thing besides summoning a demon, which is C4. Use dynamite to blow up the safe. Yeah. Oh, is there a question? Yeah, Dara, please. Why isn't exploding plan A? That seems like the, like, ah, that's like, because like summoning a demon, you might have some ramifications. You don't get as many points for creativity. Yeah, I know. But if you're just trying to get something, like, do you really need create, like, who cares about creativity? Just like get the thing. Right. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I'd say, like, that dynamite should have been plan A. And then for some reason that doesn't go well. And then you summon a demon. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm. demons can lead to bad things sometimes. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not wrong. We saw Ghost Rider. <laughs> just kidding. I never actually saw that movie. <laughs> I saw parts of it. I'm Nicolas Cage. I'm <laughs> I like your Nicolas Cage. I don't even think that's got good of a Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's funny, though. So, yes. So, we kind of end this episode on a down note because Gideon has the deed to the shack and he's destroying it. Which, like, we're saying it's finder keepers lost, but he didn't find the deed and mm-hmm. then take it. Mm-hmm. He stole it. Right. Which is illegal. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But also, mm-hmm. it says property of sand pine, so like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Property of sand pine. And like literally, like the only way he gets away with it is because people prefer Gideon over sand for some reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. So, and that's kind of where we leave that. We don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Dara? I'm intrigued. Yes. What did you, th- you think of this episode? Uh, I like Bill. I actually like Bill Cipher quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Yeah, in seeing where that leads to. Mm-hmm. I thought we could get more stance, like learning about sand with like the mind stuff. But we, yeah, that that it wasn't a disappointment. I'm like, oh, I thought we were expecting that. Oh well, it happens. Sometimes you don't get what you want. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Right. It's because it's there's still even after the end of the season, it feels like there's still a lot that we don't know about. Well, stance, like so this the, wasn't the point. But to that, but it. my thing is kind of like, well, there's a second season. You don't. You can't reveal everything. Yeah. But you expect you do expect. I mean, we get more, so I'm like, you expect like stuff to be revealed, right? By like and like cert, by like the end of the season, uh huh. So, but like you know, right? But yeah. I like Bill Cipher, yeah, quite a bit. Um, yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, cool. This is definitely um, an episode that I was really excited to get to. Um, mostly for the introduction of Bill because I just think he's an interesting character, and this is like when I feel like we start getting. Seeing some of the more, like, long-term mystery stuff mm-hmm. um, happen. This episode addresses some things that I was looking forward to them bringing up. Um, I do have a, I yeah. do have, I was, I do have some questions, but I think we got to talk about the next episode before. All right. Yeah. So was, there's, like, some stuff that, like, I'm not upset. I am kind of concerning about how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be real next season or you can, like, al- like allude. Al- mm-hmm. Allude? Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I am intrigued. Yes. Even though good. I know what happens in the next episode because we already watched it. Right, right. But, like, that's good, though, because this is what this episode is. It kind of sets up some interesting stuff that, like, we can go back to later and kind of point out, like, oh, this meant this, this meant this. Also, I might have some... i really excited. Also, when we talk about the next episode, I might have some new theories. Ooh. Um, so let's go to some... Trivia. Trivia. And then I'll point out my one thing that I brought my iPad down for. So. The voice is not John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Did he just like pop out out of nowhere, John Mulaney? 
Like, it feels like he just, like, randomly became, like, really big recently. No, he was a stand-up comedian for a long time. I guess, like, I'm not into the stand-up comedian yeah. world, so, like, I never knew that. Yeah, but he kind of, like, exploded to the mainstream. Like, I feel um, like that's been recent, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, okay. In an earlier version, Bill made his appearance to Dipper in a dream. There's actually a um, deleted scene that's making its way around the internet. That, um, I oh, think is that what you need to show me? Uh, no, not that. We can look at it, though. All right. But it's uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. The spell getting uses to summon Bill is Triangulum Entangulum uh, Veniforus Dominus Ventium, which translates to Triangle, I invoke you. I come to the defensive barrier of the mind. I will see the barrier destroyed. Interesting. That's like real Latin as opposed to Inceptus Nolinus Overatus, which is really good. That just kind of reminds me of like this episode of Doctor Who where like they needed like a spell, they needed like a spell, but they just use like Shakespeare words. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the last word was just Expelliarmus. <laughs> So on the, the um, Journal 3 page for Bill, it has a lot of words on it, Atbash, Caesar, and A1Z26, and those are all names of ciphers used throughout the show. Um, in Stan's Mindscape, the moon looks like a magic eight ball king. Yes, we saw that. Let's see. Some of the trivia isn't that interesting. Oh, the images Bill flashes in his body when he says that he knows lots of things. Um, in Order, a cartoon of John F. Kennedy, a photo of three UFOs flying, a zoomed-in image of the Mayan calendar, an image of Journal 3, uh, a NASA lunar lander on the moon next to the American flag, a zoomed-in image of one of a close-up of a skull next to a lit candle, Stonehenge pyramids of Giza, um, Stan entering the secret code in the vending machine, um, the Bigfoot-like creature, part of the Zodiac, and a large image of a crop circle, Tremblay's Cove from Rational Treasure, Nathaniel Northwest's statue, a zoomed-in image of the stamp from the main title, Let's see. Uh, cryptograms. There's a lot of cryptograms. I'm not sure if you noticed in Stan's Mindscape, there were um, a lot of letters that didn't make any sense. So on the Mystery Shack, it had a cipher, but it does say Mystery Shack. In front of Stan's Mindscape version of the Mystery Shack is a pit cola machine that has SLWW written on it, which is just the cipher for pit. In one shot of the hallways in the Mindscape, Mystery Shack production art, um, there's a message curved into a wall decoding it using two letters. Back translates to uh, curse you, Marilyn. <laughs> However, in the actual episode, this message is edited out. Okay. Um, I think, is that his ex-wife? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's Stan's ex-wife. Marilyn? Yes. All right. Um, and the end credits translate to to be continued. Well, yeah. The original cryptogram was supposed to be next week, Styler and Kraz's boat excellent Bradventure. Which is great. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um, oh, in yellow behind Bill Cipher's name is a message that reads, it's like a, I don't know the code for that, but it translates to a liar monster snappy dresser. So he is a very dapper triangle. He is. I like him. All right. Um, so the thing I was excited to finally talk about is the wheel. Wheel is one of my, uh, was one of my, Interesting mysteries that I enjoyed the first time. Oh. Um, so when Bill appears in the opening credits, yeah. he's surrounded by a wheel full of images. Um, you may notice some of these images include a pine tree, a shooting star, and a question mark. There's a, yeah, and then there's like... Which is how Bill refers to the um, the Pines family and everyone. Yeah, so, so there's like Zeus mm-hmm. and I, I... Yeah, so one of my favorite things was in being in this fandom when the show was coming out, trying to figure out which was who character once we figured out who Stan, was. Dan, Dipper, Gideon, the 
the the journal thing. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of oh no, the llama's Wendy, right? You think? I don't know. Hmm. I thought she had a llama somewhere on her at some point. That's why I'm like, because like the heart kind of looks like Robbie. So I'm like, why would you have Robbie and not? Because that's mm-hmm. not a heart on a sweatshirt. That it, that yes, it is. So I was wondering why would you have Robbie and not Wendy? Mm-hmm. So that's why and the shooting starts Mabel. Mm-hmm. So maybe I feel like somewhere on Wendy there was a llama. Uh, maybe like I don't on like remember a llama. Maybe Mabel, Mabel had a llama sweater. Yeah, but I thought the shooting star. Do you remember when in the series we saw a bag of ice though? The when we were at the Wawa place. Mm-hmm. So and who was he getting the ice for? Oh, Wendy. Why would it be ice though? That doesn't make sense. So at least, at least no, that no, was that something. wasn't the no, that wasn't the Wawa episode. That was the time travel episode. No, it was the Wawa. Episode. Well, no. there was it was both. Okay, it was both. But why would? But that doesn't make sense for Wendy. No, doesn't make sense. But that's I mean that's what I had put together by the time. Um, and no, also, I don't, know, I don't know what the sunglasses are. Uh, also, these glasses we saw. Um, if you remember when we watched Carpet Diem and they had those pair of glasses in the in the room. That um, Stan picks up. That's it's these pairs of glasses. Okay, so we don't really know what that means either. So we're saying it's all the Illuminati. Yes, it's all the Illuminati. All right. Um, but that's one of the things when the show first started. Like people kind of dissected that image, and it's like, well, what are these? And then they kind of got that confirmation with this episode that it's like, oh, they do stand for characters. And then we all try to figure out who was who. But does um, it so do anything, or is it just a thing? That was what we all try to figure out. Is it just like a cool thing? Is it does it actually mean anything, or is it just something that's like cool? Either way, I'm okay with that. But like, you know, I'd like to know. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah, ask me what I think about that at the end of the series. All right. Um, so, yeah. Any other thoughts on this episode before we take a break? Can we talk about the next episode? Yeah, sounds good. We're gonna take a break. Stay tuned. And we are back. Hi. Thanks for joining us. And we are here to talk about the Gravity Falls season one finale, Gideon Rises. Ooh. So, yes. What do you think of this episode? There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. We just want to go through it? Yes. Please. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. Um, so we get we get started on this episode with a little bit of a previously on where we see the mystery shack getting smashed by a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we see Gideon taking it over because, as we recall in the last episode, he has the deed to the shack. So it's basically his. Um, I don't think that's how deeds work. Shh. If you're a lawyer who's like, do lawyers handle those kind of deeds or is that another job? I have no idea. Okay, if you're one of those people, leave it down below. Is that how it works? And I know Gravity Falls laws, but, you know. But- Gravity Falls has weird laws. Dipper, so we actually find out this was a dream. Dipper wakes up and he says that he had a terrible dream, that he imagined that the um, Gideon had the shack, it was getting torn down, and then they had to spend, you know, they had to move in with Zeus's grandma. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that was true. They didn't move in with Zeus's grandma. So does Zeus, like, live with this grandma? Yes. Okay, I thought for some reason he lived in the mystery shack. No. Okay. He does not. He, okay. has, a, he has his own little break room, but it's, like, this big. So, it, he he lives with his grandma. That's fair. Abuelita. Um, so, 
So yeah, there's a news report that Gideon has taken over the Mystery Shack, um, and Gideon says that um, he's going to have a some kind of presentation at the shack to kind of reveal what its next plans for it are. So they go undercover. So, you know, as they're kind of hanging out in Seuss's grandmother's house, they do kind of talk about Mabel does bring back her grappling hook and says that it's going to save them this time. Yeah, where's that been? We don't really know where it's been. She got in the first episode, but we haven't really seen it. But, but there's so many points and that could have been useful. Mm-hmm. Like when you're running away from a monster. Right. Or anything else. Mm-hmm. You can use a grappling hook. Sleep, slumber party would, would make a slumber party much more, more fun than a grappling hook. That's true. I wish I had a grappling hook at my slumber parties when I was a youngin. Dude, I want the one from Kim Possible, though. Oh, yo. Yes. Yes. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. So, yes, they do, they do go undercover to see what this, like, press conference is going to be all about. Um, they go undercover, which is just them wearing trench coats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mabel does have a mustache, and Seuss wears a hat that says not Seuss on it. So, like, he's definitely not Seuss. Yes. Right? So they're trying to think of ways to get the deed back. And so Gideon reveals that he's going to tear down the shack and open a place called Gideon Land, which he's is, like, make, a theme park. He's making Duloc. He's basically, yeah. Welcome to Drew Lock. I don't know like, why I went to that and not Disney World, but like Disney World's got some class. Yeah. Gideon and, has zero class. Yeah, and Duloc's is kind of also like Gideon's a bit, probably a little bit like a Lord Farquaad. Hmm. A little bit. It's like diminutive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a short people thing. Um That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> or short people got nobody. Um That's such an offensive song. <laughs> It's really bad. It is really bad. So, uh, he makes this announcement. He also has a mascot, which is he has waddles. Why does he? Why have did waddles? they? Get, why didn't they not get waddles out before they bled? Like I don't get like like where they like just like super like ran out of the house like so fast that they couldn't grab waddles. I think they were running away from a wrecking ball, so they just was like every man for himself. But man, but nobody went back. Like we couldn't grab waddles. Mm-hmm. I guess not. I was like, I wonder, like, maybe would have grabbed waddles. Like, why didn't you grab waddles? It's a good question. It is a good question. I mean, like, I know, like, in, like, if, like, you see something dramatic, like, you're not really, like, thinking straight. So, like, I can kind of accept it. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, you didn't get. But waddles. What? Like, what? what? But, mm-hmm. but what? And also, that's stealing a pet. Mm-hmm. That's just mean. That's just rude. The worst. Also, if you want to get Mabel, maybe don't mess with her pig. That's true. Like, like with anybody. Like, if you really want to get with somebody, don't mess with something that they care about. I think Gideon is kind of over this now because he has another goal in mind. No, but at the end of the episode, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, true. Someone's Mabel to be his queen. Yeah, it's weird. But he does have kind of bigger goals at hand at this moment. Mm. Um, but the... The group tries to go on stage and try to expose Gideon for um, all the things he's done wrong, but nobody believes them, and everybody believes Gideon because, you know, they think he is a super psychic, and he thinks he can tell no lies because he's been able to guess everybody's problems and figure everything out, and he's just like, little old me. So, like, everybody I do have him. a question about that, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah. But, like, there's something about it that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get to it. Right. Um, so, they get kind of kicked out of the event. And Wendy kind of comes up. We see Wendy. She's in this episode very briefly, but she just says that if the shack is stays closed down, she'll have to um, go work at her cousin's lumber mill. 
So be a lumberjack up there. She, she hails from a family of lumberjacks. So she'll need a job, which means she'll have to move upstate, which is terrible. Well, wouldn't she? Because, like, don't they live in Gravity Falls? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't she only be up there for, like, the summer and then yeah. she'll come back for school? Yeah, but then Dipper will be gone because he doesn't live in Gravity Falls. Yeah, and then, like, and then you won't be able to deal with his crush on you. Eucalyptus trees. <laughs> eucalyptus uh, trees, I can smell. I don't know if they actually smell good, but, like, I have eucalyptus oil mm-hmm. that I put in my diffuser, and yeah. it's just, like, one of those, like, smells that actually helps me go to sleep. Nice. It's a calming smell. Eucalyptus. It's poisonous. Is it? Um, yeah. Oh, then how do they get into oil? It's like, in like the right amount. It's like, yeah. So basically, like, as, as much eucalyptus I use in my oil diffuser thing, I'm not going to die. Right. Okay. Pretty sure eucalyptus is poisonous. That's why um, koalas eat it. No, I thought it was like it had opium in it. No, <laughs> like some kind of drug. Um, a lot of animals can eat eucalyptus, so. Okay. Yeah, and if you like, if you like eat straight up eucalyptus leaves, like that's bad for you. Like that's poison. Oh, I don't eat it. I just like smell the oils. So yeah. I think it's kind of like. So that's fine. Okay. Also, Robbie's in this episode for a hot second. Because he just shows up to be like, when do you take me back? And that's it. He does like the boombox thing from that movie, Say Anything, which is that romantic. What, to hold up a boombox? Well, that, yeah, like with a song that you, you, I think it's a song that they bang to. Um, yeah, it's like middle of the road. I don't, it's not unromantic, but, like, whatever. I would say, like, it's kind of, I, like, the only thing you can think of is, like, it's maybe stalkerish, but, like, if you're dating somebody, you probably know where they live anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Right. It's probably just a bit annoying. It's a little weird. After that, we kind of have to confront real life for a little bit, um, because we see Stan is on the phone with uh, Dipper Mabel's parents. He's t- trying to tell them, convince them that everything's okay, even though they lost the shack. How did they know that they lost the shack? Um... I don't know. Because, like, I don't think that, like, that whole thing, because, like, Gideon didn't seem like he's, like, that famous right. anywhere else. Right. So I don't know how it would reach Northern, Ca- Southern California. Northern California. Or Northern California. Yeah. I don't know south how, of them. Unless, like, they told their parents, but I don't know why they would tell their, I don't know why different people would. Well, unless they're trying to call the Mystery Shack phone, and if it's a landline and they can't reach it because it's torn down, and so they have to call from a different phone. Yeah, so. that makes sense. But I do find it like interesting with like different people that like this isn't like where they actually live. Like there is a way out. They can just go home. Right. Yeah. They don't want to go home and they mm-hmm. wanna like and even like if Gideon unleashes his power, how far is that power gonna go? Right. Right. They have a way out. But it doesn't mean they want to take it. Um but Stan kind of sees it as an option because like he doesn't have any money. He can't really feed them while he can't really put them up anywhere nice. Um so he has to kind of make a hard decision. Just say like, you know, either keep the kids or send them home. Because he does care about the kids. He That's does. the thing. He cares about them. Because he is great Uncle Stan. Grunkle Stan. So we're back at the mystery shack with where Gideon is. And he is spending a lot of time looking through Journal 2. And then he tries to give some backstory about how... Somebody. Somebody. This unknown author. Wrote oh, these- no. I, I just figured out who the author is. Oh, who? Let me think it. <laughs> you got it. Yay! You won. What do I win? Now we can just stop watching the show now because you already know what happens. Ah, uh, that was like such a fun mystery when we were kids. Or did you not really care? About who Lemony Sticker was? Yeah. Oh. You didn't care who it was? Like, I know now we know. Yeah. But like when you were a kid, you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't think they came out to like, because like, he, he was like, he was like hiding for a while. Yeah. Because I think I brought it up at one point with like the series of unfortunate events, like. 
but when the first when the movie came out, like nobody really knew who he was, so like we assumed he was there, like he was like a British guy. Yeah. So like they got like a Jude, like Jude Law to like, and it was all mysterious, and the, the whole movie was kind of like a British feel to it. Right. And then once the show came out, we knew who it was, and then there's a whole different feel. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So how many tickets the author? Yes. Figure it out. Good job. I can't keep any secrets from you, Darren. Um, I got some stuff right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You did. Yes. You did. We'll, we'll kind of we'll cross the bridge when we get to it. Yes. Um. So, but like Gideon kind of tells a story of many, many years ago, this mysterious man, or well, author doesn't say man. It looks like a dude. It, it did have like a dudish outline. Yeah. So this mysterious dudish outline learned the many secrets of Gravity Falls, but they were too powerful, so he wrote them down in all in separate journals and buried them where nobody could find them. And what Gideon says is two separate journals, which we know is not true. Yes, Gideon um, has number two, so he just assumes that there is only one other one, which is the first one. So he has zero idea why that there's was a third it Why was like the third one? Like, why was that a mystery that there was a third one? Or is that just like, I don't know, something about the third journal looks like a bit nicer, so I'm kind of wondering like why mm-hmm. it was, because like that, that looks like the third one is the only one with the monocle thing. Right. Well, it's like the most recent one. So, and because there's a, um, because I think they says if they, in the first episode, they say there's a point where it looks like the author just stopped writing. So that was like the most recent one. So like that was the one that was currently being worked on before it was hidden. Oh, the third one was hidden. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were all hidden. Yeah. Um, but somehow Gideon got the second one. Yeah. Somehow Gideon stumbled upon the second one. Um, and he thinks that there's one other one and he is convinced that, you know, based on whatever, whatever. That from, like, information he found in his journal, that the other journal is somewhere where the mystery shack is. So he's determined to find it. So basically it's a plot of holes. Yes. Why it's the desert. Yeah. Although I'd rather probably be digging in Oregon than in the desert. True. Because that camp was abusive. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I was thinking about holes? Why come we never got our Kissing Kate Barlow movie? That would have been such a good movie. What a... That was also kind of dark for a kid's movie. Yeah. But it was cool. Oh, God, I love her. Yeah. And, that was, and that's pretty sure cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Ah, oh, like, there's, like, so much in that. Like, that's a, that's a solid movie. That is such a solid movie. Minus the rap at the end. I forget about that part. I could play it for you. Don't. Okay. Thank you. Shia LaBeouf raps. <laughs> oh, Shia LaBeouf. But, like, like I think, like, because I didn't care about the kissing Kate stuff mm-hmm. for a while. And then I think, like, nowadays I find it really. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of fucked me up. Especially, like, with the dead donkey. Remember that? Because, uh, like, the one guy, like, the guy had a donkey. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, this whole thing where they're, like, burning the schoolhouse. And they oh, see a yeah. dead donkey, remember? Oh. And, like, it's, like, the, it, and that, and then mm-hmm. they kill the other guy. And then she just, like, murders, and, like, she murders a bunch of people. And, like, you see, like, dead bodies. And I'm, like, a family mm-hmm. movie. Yay. Kids. Um, I saw, mm-hmm. can somebody make a Kissing Kate movie, please, and thank you. Yes, please. Poor favor. Um, Even though we know how it ends, it's still going to be fun. Gravity Falls. Um, Gravity Falls. So, hold on. Caitlin's dying, guys. I'm dying. And I don't like it. I just got to make it through this episode. Um, because Stan is unable to care for the kids. Wow. I just found it worse. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a teenage boy in puberty i'm dipper pines <laughs> you're gonna get some magical potion yes it's a magical con- concoction mm-hmm. h2o okay is that better Woo! okay so stand upon the realization that he cannot take care of these kids 
he says that he is going to have to send them home. Yes, and he gets some bus tickets. He gets some bus tickets for the next day. You know, and they don't want to go. They want to see what they can do to to help get the yes, get the shack back. Um, but they cannot. They're trying. Uh, So they were, you know, they think that they try to use the one thing that they can, the the one leg up they have on Gideon, which is a grappling hook. Also, Journal Three. Journal Three is kind of the big thing. Yeah. There, but it could also be grappling hook. Um, well, I, got, I have a question. Does Dipper think that there's, like, obviously two other journals? Or and he just, like, or he's kind of like, here's the third one. He's not interested in, like, finding the other two. He, he never ever seems interested in finding the others. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, so that's never, like, really a priority for him. Dipper and Mabel use their knowledge to try to con- recruit some of uh, their previous, um, hmm, not allies, but uh, enemies, perhaps. They're gnomes. They they go to find the gnomes because they want to recruit them. Why would um, they go? Why would they go to the gnomes? Because the gnomes are very powerful. But they but the gnomes don't like them. No. Remember, like mm-hmm. you, you remember, like maybe they want to marry you, mm-hmm. and then they like found your weakness. Yeah. Like, why would the gnomes want to work for them? I don't know, but they say, but they they tell them that they're that they can get him a new queen, which is the prettiest girl in the whole world, Gideon. Yep. So they're they're on board. So they they join up to um, attack Gideon, we get so to- they can get the the shack back. Um, also, Schmebulock. Schmebulock. Is that all you can say? Schmebulock. He's like Groot. <laughs> I love Schmebulock. He's a great great gnome. So they they try to use the gnomes to get the shack back and to take down Gideon. But Gideon uses he has like a whistle. Like a little whistle. That he was abusing Waddles with. Yes. He was being very abusive towards Waddles, and it was very sad. It made me very upset to see. So he uses that on the gnomes, and that, it tortures That's the gnomes so much. That's another weakness, I guess. Yeah. Oh, true. Like a dog whistle? or No, yeah. it wasn't a dog whistle. It was like Pig whistle. Pig whistle's ears better than... It's like a dog whistle. Yeah, so they, yeah, I think they can also write that down. So, yes, the high-pitched squeal turns the gnomes back to Gideon's side, and they take down Mabel and Dipper... Um, and while they're kind of in the kerfuffle there, the Journal 3 falls out of Dipper's vest. Yes. And it falls, um, out open, so Gideon actually doesn't see what number it is, he just kind of flips through and realizes that he has another journal. Yes. And he's very excited about that, so he takes the journal and then throws off, throws out, um, Dipper and Mabel. Yes, and then they're sad, and then they get on the bus. Yep. Because there's nothing that they can do now. They're very upset because they let Gideon win. And they almost never let Gideon win. So Dipper feels like he's let them down. But they have to leave Gravity Falls now. um, Which is very sad. But back at the Mystery Shack, Gideon starts going through it. And then he realizes this is not the journal he was looking for. It's a different journal. He was looking for journal number one. This is number three. He didn't previously know that there was three journals at all. So he's convinced that Dipper and Mabel actually have the first journal as well as the third one. Mm -hmm. Um, So he thinks that the third one was only a distraction. So he uses Oh, he thinks the third one's pointless. Yeah. Why would he think that? Like, if there's a third journal... That must mean something. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'd be really dumb if, like, you found the first one and then put it together and then nothing happened. Right. Because right. then, then you realize, oh, there's a third one. Mm-hmm. You dingle dangle. Yeah. But, so he's, he needs the first one to accomplish whatever it is because there's something apparently, because he wants the power that is associated that happens when all three of them are combined. Mm-hmm. So, um. Captain Planet comes. So he, in the background of his theme park, there was this giant Gideon robot. Mm-hmm. 
that McGucket was building. So you know if McGucket was building it. It's going to be a good robot. It's going to be a great robot. And it's also probably going to be able to kill somebody. Yeah. Um. So Gideon turns the thing on and he runs to chase after the Pines twins who are leaving Gravity Falls in a bus. Yes. That. Yes. So as they are leaving, they finally see that, that Gideon starts coming towards them. And they want to know what the heck he wants because... To them, he already got what he needed. Yeah. So, like, what does he need them for? Um, so, a chase scene ensues. We figure out that Seuss is actually the driver on the bus. He needed another job. Because he's been taking up a lot of part-time jobs since he lost a job at the Mystery Shack. Mm-hmm. So, a chase ensues. And so, there's a lot of action there. They kind of get to, like, a cliff top. Yeah. And Gideon kind of starts yelling about journal number uh, one. And um, Zipper says, you know, he only ever had number three. He doesn't know anything about journal number one. And then Gideon says something about he will rule Gravity Falls and they lost his queen. You know, the fun stuff. Yeah. You know, the romantic stuff. That's I, really, I like how, like, super protective Dipper is being in this. Yeah, because, like, they're, they're, like, in trouble and, like, rocks are falling down and, like, Dipper's, like, pulling out of the way and they're doing this and they're doing that. They're, they're both being very protective of each other. They love each other. They love each other because that's what siblings do. I just, I, this show always gets siblings right, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it just gets siblings because i feel like siblings can be written not in like it's even like they love like unrealistic ways i think it's like they either love each other too much or they hate each other too much and the truth of the matter is it's just like somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. like we hate we hate sometimes like we really do hate our siblings but if anybody tries to mess with our sibling we'll cut you down coming at them with a grappling hook it's so true so gideon takes mabel and starts walking off um, kind of pushes Dipper aside. Also, like, he, like, pushes Dipper. And, he, and like, a- he gets, like, a nosebleed. Which is, like, when's the last time you saw, like, blood on, like, a kid's cartoon? Like, blood. Tangled. Ooh. But, like, on a kid's show. Like, on I mean, that's a, but Tangled's also Disney. But it's, like, a movie. Like, you can get away with more in a movie. I just that remember my, my friend getting upset because she just assumed it was ketchup because, or, like, because she's at a crowd, because it's Zachary Levi, and, like, she was really into Chuck at the time, so... Mm-hmm. She was really excited, and then she saw that he got stabbed, and she was kind of like, no, 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 he's not dead. And I'm like, there's there's blood. <laughs> and then he's like, no, it's just ketchup. I mean, that spoiler, the movie ends okay. Yeah, but that's like, Gravity Falls sometimes like has like little things that I'm like, oh, wow, I feel like I don't see this in a lot of like cartoons. Yeah, usually you see like, the, like that like, like weird like tic-tac-toe thing on the cartoon's face. Right, that's like, what you'll you see, normally... like, just like a line or yeah. something. Yeah, but... Yeah, and, like, a little, like, like a scratch or, like, a scuff or something. But, no, that was, like, blood. And so, like, that was, like, a really, like, subtle way to kind of show that this isn't something that you're used to seeing in shows like this. So, like, it's real now. Yeah. Like, this is a very real moment. Because it was like, oh, he bleeding. But Dipper does not give up. He runs and he jumps onto the robot, uh, crashes into it, and he starts fighting Gideon. I like how Gideon's suit was, like, you see it had, like, all the little, yeah. like, ping pong balls on it or whatever, which is, like, very similar to how, like, motion graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not weird. Not motion graphics, but, like, motion capture yeah, yeah. for, like, video games or, like, CG movies. I thought that was really funny. So I just, like, appreciated that. Um, so, but, like, a fight ensues, and they just fight. And then they fall. And they crash and, and fall. And, and die. And, yes, and they die. There's, like, a big explosion. So, like, nobody can survive that. So they die. That's the end of the show. Good or, night, everybody. Or maybe they're saved by a day you sex grappling hook. Yes. Yes. But the grappling hook comes back. So now, so Dipper and Mabel, I feel like they do like a lot of equally like saving the other one. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. I feel like it's not just like. I do kind of feel like being... sometimes like Dipper gets more, but I kind of wonder it's because like, mm-hmm. you're, it's like kind of like because of like, oh, it's like, a, it's like a guy. So it's like 
Kind of like wrote Dipper right, probably around him. So it's right, kind of like right. But I feel like also I think it's just like these episodes it felt like that with Dipper. But I feel like Mabel also gets like her time to shine. Yeah, she does. So, so. I think I think they do it well. Yes, like I think it doesn't feel like one too much of the other. Um, they both have opportunities to save each other because like they're a team. Mm-hmm. They're the mystery twins, which is really which is really great. So they crash land through, and the whole town comes to see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, Gideon first he tries to blame everything on the Pines family and says, you know, it's the Pines twins. They did this. They destroyed my stuff. Whatever. And then all of a sudden we see Stan kind of comes like comes rolling in. Mm-hmm. You know, he says that I figured it all out. Like because through the episode he's having weird feedback on his uh, hearing aids. Did he always have that hearing aid? Sure. Okay. Why not? All right. Um, old people. It's fine. No, I just feel like I never saw it before. Yeah, right. So he comes in, he says, I figured it all out. And he reveals that Lil Gideon has a series of, like, monitors um, that he is using to spy on the citizens of Gravity Falls using his little Gideon pin that everybody wears. Questions? Yes. One, the pins aren't, like, how do they get, like, those, like, shots? Because the pins are on, like, their... Right. So would it be a point of view shot, technically? Yeah. Don't think of don't think about it. Don't think about it. And then two, the 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 pin thing was just introduced. So then how was he doing all this before? Like I know before it was just like a lot of easy stuff to pick out. Mm-hmm. But like, what was he doing before? Right. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Okay, that's fine. Well, in like the first episode he's introduced, he's like trying to. Excuse me. He's like guessing like psychic things about everybody. But it's and, like, like all obvious stuff. It's all like really obvious stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, but then like, so I think and even like this one is kind of obvious. Like, what's the secret ingredient to my coffee omelet? It's coffee. Oh, hello. Oh, uh, and then I the weird, that. and then the weird birthmark on that one reporter guy. <laughs> my hideous birthmark. And then, the then everybody, and then everybody realized Kobe. Gideon's a fraud. And then they get him. Yeah. Did they murder it? No, he just goes to he just gets arrested. He just goes to jail. But also also the reveal I'm sure you're waiting for, which was the reveal of the, the biker's name. They call him cute biker in the credits up until then. Now his name is Tyler. Oh Tyler Cute Biker. Get him. Get him. A great character. Um, so Gideon is arrested. The day is saved. And he gets and all the stuff's taken away. Yes. And um, the Mystery Shack, they start putting the Mystery Shack back together, and things are finally returning to normal. Um, There's, like, a nice chat between the three. Yeah. It's really nice. And so there is an... And so um, right before bed one night, Dipper kind of talks to Stan, and he says, there's something that we probably should have told you a long time ago, but, you know, this is a journal we found, and he tries to explain the concept of journal of the journal to Stan. Of course, Stan laughs in their face because he doesn't believe in any of that nonsense. Nope. Not at all. And he takes the journal he, away. He takes the journal saying that, like, oh, this is obviously, you know, this is good fuel for, like, stuff in the shack. So I'll take this off your hands. And Dipper is, like, really defensive about it, but he just, he does let it go. hmm So, yeah. And uh, because both of those, both journals two and three did fall out once uh, Gideon crashed. Yes. And so, and then we get... One of my favorite sequences in the show, I think, which is um, late at night, Stan mm-hmm. goes back down to the basement of the Mystery Shack through the vending machine, which is the only last time we saw that was in the first episode, besides the last episode. But he goes down 
he we kind of get to see the reveal of what's down there it's like mm-hmm. a few different layers down he, there's a lot of he has to put in a lot of codes he has to do this he has to do that um and there's a lot of like sciencey stuff in the basement there's a lot of like blinking lights there's a lot of like weird devices mm-hmm. um and like he goes through and we get the we finally get the reveal that stan has journal number one called it he also has journal number two because he picked it up when he took back the deed Yes. He, yeah, because the, the deed fell right on top of the second journal. So Yes, and then he just took the third one from Dipper. Yes, and so he's able to, he opens it up to, like, one of the later pages. And he's which, like, finally, I have all three. So you're like, oh, say, so you did know everything. So he knew, he knew something. Yeah. He knew something. What this looks like, it, it, it's some kind of machine. Um, we don't really know what it does, but there's a lot of mentions of that. It's, it, you know, to be able to access the machine is like a lot of power. So it's, it's something that's very powerful. We don't really know what Stan is going to do with it, but it seems like he's been looking for this for a really, really long time. Um, and he, he uses that information to boot up this machine. Mm-hmm. And then as, you know, he says, here we go. And then the season ends. Yes. So what do you think, Dara? Can we just watch season two? <laughs> I want to know. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine there was a long wait between season one and season two. So like imagine what that was. How long was it? Um, I don't know. Let's see. August 2013. Um, One year. Which isn't like that long. But That's kind of long for like cartoon stuff. Yeah. Usually you just like take a break during the summer. Yeah. Like, like I think it's like mainly with like. Like, probably, like, nowadays with, like, the subscription stuff and, like, anything like that. Like, that, you might have to wait a year. But, like, with the, with the um like, more, like, network-type shows, mm-hmm. you just have to, like, they're done in, like, maybe, like, March or even, like, like later, like, April. And then you just have to wait through the summer. Yeah. And then you get the next. So, it's, like, a few months. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, so there was, like, a year-long wait. So, that was a lot. Dang. Yeah. There was, like, a long wait in the middle of season two as well, I think, between... See. Was there it? Like, was it? Like, uh, no, that's like some, like a four, five, four or five months. That's still kind of a long time. Maybe if I'm looking at it right. Um, I guess I'm kind of wondering, like, was it like only supposed to be two seasons, or was it like? I think they, it's been said that it was originally planned to be two seasons. Um, and like, I think when we get to the end, we can kind of determine like if that fits well, or if we think it should have been longer or shorter or what. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what happens when we get to that discussion, but we definitely can't get there until we get to the very end of the series. That's true. Um, I have thoughts, though, on all of this. Not, like, bad or anything. It's kind of... Yeah. I'm more curious. <coughs> but I was right about Stan knowing stuff, and definitely I'm the first journal, and I've got, like, new theories in my head, and also I'm kind of wondering, because, like, it feels like there's, like, a mix of, like, sci-fi and fantasy, because mm-hmm. there's, like, spells and crap. Yeah. But there's, like, all sci-fi stuff, and, like, the problem with, like, doing those is just, like... They're, like, they're kind of, like, meshed together when it comes to, like, nerd stuff, like, sci-fi fantasy. Right. But they don't really work well together. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, nobody knows how to do it correctly. I feel like, like, it's really hard to do both those together. So I'm kind of wondering, like, how that works. Like, it feels like it's a mix of magic right. and science. It is. It is, like, a lot of, like, hard sci-fi and hard fantasy. Like, the only thing I can think of where, like, that worked recently, at least, like, for me, is, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because they combine both, but they kind of recognize that it's all technically alien. Yeah. But, like, some people interpret it as magic and some people interpret it as science. Right, Like, right. Asgard kind of, like. So that kind of, it worked there, for mm-hmm. me, at least. That's kind of how I see it. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how it works here. Yeah. Because, like, we've seen, like... 
you know, like magical creatures like gnomes and like the other Whatever. stuff that yeah. I can't think of at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then we see, and like spells and stuff and like Bill Cipher. Yeah. But then we see like robots and like right. that kind of thing and like dinosaurs. I was like, I, that, I'm concerned. If, yeah. I feel like, like Alex Hirsch seems like a cool guy. So like, I feel like he could do it, but now I'm a big, I'm just concerned how that's going to play out. Right. And like, um, is it going to mess up? Yeah. It's weird. Cause like, you're right. Cause it's hard to do like those different types of, cause they are like very different kind of things that you can put together, but it's like very hard to have it mesh together. Like usually like they either don't mesh or you interpret or like the magic is actually a science thing or the right. science thing is it's like a magic thing, which usually that doesn't happen because it never works. Right, and well, I feel like with Gravity Falls, like, it's never really bothered me because Gravity Falls is just, like, such, like, a cluster of just, like, so much random stuff that, like, it's, it takes kind of this refuge in, like, the audacity of having just, like, everything is happening. So it's, like, everything is real, everywhere, everything can be this, everything can be yeah. that. So it's just kind of, like, it's it's basically this weird grab bag, everything in the kitchen sink kind of, kind of town. Like, I admire trying to do it, but it's something that's really hard to do. Right. Right. So like, you need to be, like, extremely careful. Like, again, with Avengers, like, the way they did it is that it's all one thing. It's all technically, like, aliens, which is more science fiction related. Right. But then just the way that people interpret it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of, like, the Infinity Stones, like, aren't magic. Mm-hmm. They're tech- it's technically alien and, like, science-based, but just, you know, these right. other, these magic people interpret it this way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then there's probably other magic stuff in them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What are your theories, Dara? What's what's going on here? I'm kind of going back to holes a bit. Okay. I'm wondering. Because mm-hmm. Stan obviously had the first journal. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got it, but I feel like maybe, like, his dad wrote the journal or, like, his somebody, like, that he, like, somebody, like, that he knows wrote the journal. Mm-hmm. Basically gave, and then, like, wrote, like, three journals and was, like, trying to figure, like, out Gravity Falls. But I feel like Stan always lived in Gravity Falls with, like, a couple exceptions. Mm-hmm. Or, like, something, or maybe, like, he never knew his dad or something. Mm-hmm. I'm saying dad because, like, the guy looks like a dude. Maybe it's his mom. Who knows? But we did see, we did see his dad on Dreamscapers because that was the guy. That's who said Okay, then maybe he didn't know his dad, but, like, they still could have lived in Gravity Falls. Right. And, like... His dad was, like, doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, that's why they always spend the summer or something. I don't know. Hmm. But it kind of just feels like his, like, somebody in his family kind of figured this out. It was, like, writing stuff and then hid two of the journals just in case, like, somebody was trying to find it. Mm-hmm. But they gave one to, like, Stan, who's, like, like his kid or whatever. Yeah. And was like, hey, you can focus. Or maybe, because, like, I don't, like, if something came up where, like, it felt like, because the triangle thing kind of meant, like, are they going to summon Bill Cipher? So I'm like, is Stan actually evil? But I don't think Stan's evil. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a liar, but I don't think... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Huh. Um, am, am I right with anything? Um, I am not going to tell you that at yeah, all. Yeah, I figure. So what do you think this weird machine is? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it like a summoning thing? Is is the mystery check? Is there actually like a rocket down there? And then they can go to space and there's aliens? Mm-hmm. Or like, is it like a magic... Magic portal that it can take us to different places. Ooh, like in Narnia. Um, oh no, no! Oh my God! The, it's like the okay, so it's a magic portal. Yeah, and it's like basically it's kind of like a Saint Elsewhere ending. We connecting Gravity Falls to every other show ever. <laughs> All right, huh? Called it. Called it. Comment down below. Called it. Right. You go through the portal and you come out in a snow globe. <laughs> No, it's just, like, that portal leads you to every other show, and then, uh-huh. like, there's, like, points of, like, stuff happens to different stuff, and it's because of, like, the group people of Gravity Falls. This 
is this is funny. This but I also had like the Hellmouth theory, where just like there was always something there, and probably somebody found it and tried to harness it, and yeah. but like everything else is just like drawn to that. Yeah. I'm still kind of concerned about the side, the mixing sci-fi and fantasy, but like, right. Hopefully, it'll work out. So yeah, what do you, so like, what do you think of Stan? Like, what, like, where do you stand on him? I don't know, because mm-hmm. like, I don't think he's like he's definitely a liar and like a cheat, yeah. but he's a nice guy, right? And, like, he definitely cares, mm-hmm. and like, it didn't seem like he was actually looking that hard for the journals, right? So I think it's just like something that's always in the back of his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, cause for a while I had a theory that like he wrote all the journals, but then why would he hide them in different places mm-hmm. when a safe place feels very secure? Because even Gideon couldn't find it. Right. I was thinking maybe somebody else wrote it mm-hmm. and then gave it to Stan. Maybe it's like the original guy who wrote the. Mm. I don't know. Maybe somebody related related to uh, what's his name, Quentin Tremblay. Okay. Because I feel like he's probably got something to do with this. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I love your theories. They're, like, super I don't, like, because that's the thing. Like, I don't think Stan's doing anything bad, or maybe, like, he doesn't think it's bad until it happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I'm kind of wondering, like, with season two, are they going to either, like, reveal it in the premiere, or is it going to be, like, a thing where, like, we're g- it's going to be, like, a thing where you, oh, what am I thinking? Like, you don't find out right away. Mm-hmm. Or, like, because I feel like once he did that, something's got to happen, like, immediately. Mm, right. Like, it doesn't have to reveal anything, but I feel like something has happened immediately or, like, it might take, you know, 20 episodes for the machine to charge up. Right. There has to be, like, some kind of immediate consequence. Yeah. Um, or even, like, you could just, like, t- like jump forward where, like, this already happened and you got to, like, reveal it that way. Like, basically, like, we jump, like, a couple months where, like, a bunch of something, like, something good and or bad happened. Right. And then Dipper may have to, like, deal with that, and then we kind of, like, go back and forth. hmm Right. Interesting. Maybe it's got to do with the time travel. I don't know what's going on. Ah! I, like, I, uh, I'm, like, I'm so excited. I'm, like, so excited. Because, <laughs> uh, like, once, like, once things are revealed, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to have so much fun. I'm going to have so much fun, like, pointing things out to you. All right. Um, but speaking of pointing things out, um, you did notice that there was a symbol on the side of the one computer, which was the symbol that we saw in Bill Cipher that is, um, like, in association with Stan. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That was a good thing to notice. And there was another thing I was going to point out. I forget what it was. Okay. Um, thinking. I so I think I said this before, but I love this ending sequence. I love the drama of it. I love the build up of it. I love the like the reorchestrated like theme song that yeah, plays yeah. under it. I think it just builds everything up really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, as we see Stan kind of going through, and we see the light shift across all of, like the different dials and everything. Um, and as he kind of rev- takes out the first journal, that whole ending sequence is just one of my favorite moments of the series. It gets me so excited every time. Well, even like right from the first episode, you were completely aware that like Stan knows more than he's leading on. Yeah, and I wasn't actually sure, like. Like, does he not trust Dipper Mabel enough? And, like, once, like, they have the journal and, like, they realize they understand, like, I guess also it's kind of wondering, like, maybe it's, like, okay, kids, I need to show you something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I kind of wonder, like, is there a reason why he's not showing the kids? Even though, like, it's, it's like, oh, is there, it's, like, pretty obvious that, like, he knows something. Also, he knew about the bottomless pit. <laughs> just saying. Right. That means he might know more. Mm-hmm. Again, just saying. Mm-hmm. So... But I think it's kind of like I'm kind of like wondering like or is it like I'm that's why I'm thinking maybe something bad because like why wouldn't like it's one stipper Mabel like are you, they show you that they are aware of this why wouldn't you show them what you know right unless it's just like something they can I don't know 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm, uh... Nobody put spoilers in the comments. Nobody, like, we will, I, like, I will be scanning the comments. I'll let you know if there's spoilers in them. Okay. Um, but if you, if you're gonna talk spoiler, like, make a big spoiler thing. Yeah, I think we might have said this, but, like, it's our rule now that, like, put spoiler alert Mm -hmm. at the top and then make some space Mm -hmm. and then write your spoiler and then I won't read it. Yeah. Right away. Be kind. Be kind. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I just love the show. So let's do some trivia. Uh, This episode reveals new cryptograms, one that is all the previous ones combined, and a symbol substitution cipher, which is found in Journal 3's mate. Interesting. When, okay, no. Uh, Huh. Old Man McGucket doesn't have his cast on while he works on the Gideon bot. Um, On one of Gideon's surveillance monitors, Pacifica Northwest is seen throwing darts at a picture of Mabel. Not sure if you caught that one. I I saw that. But I like that. Um, I miss Pacifica. Not really. I just miss my Valley Girl voice. (laughs) Just miss seeing to pull that out. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. What's up with that? Um, I I mean, I just miss doing my voice. (laughs) So this is the first episode episode to actually show real blood. Faker's suspected blood has previously been shown twice, first on Norman and Taurus Trap, though it's actually Jam, and several times in Summerween. And where are my cryptograms at? We got a lot this episode. The page for the squash of the human face and emotions in Journal 3 contains a cryptogram that reads, and then a bunch of symbols. It means, um, don't eat him. So please, do not eat the squash for the human face. Um, oh, I thought it was a human with a squash face for some reason. Or like no. it was like a human with a squash head. I don't know. Other way around. Right after Dipper, Mabel, and Seuss run out of the room, um, there is a carving in the pipe under the floorboards. Once it is coded, it reads, Bill is watching. He's watching. But that's something like maybe Stan was trying to raise Bill up because, mm. like, the triangle? Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. There is the left-hand corner of Journal 3's page on, like, the big old like machine drawing or whatever says <laughs> um i'm not sure i'm gonna read that i feel like that's spoilery um that's fine <laughs> it just talks about it just talks about like the machine but the ending line of it like it talks a little bit more what it does and i don't, don't want to tell you um but the last line it says like a plus it'll probably get girls to start talking to me finally <laughs> so whoever wrote them is the a journal loser. will uh no the the machine that's in that like the weird drawing that, like, you know, when you combine all the pages. Ah, uh, yeah. Whatever that is. Plus, it'll probably get girls to start talking to me finally. Uh, mm, tough call. So, um. One girl might like it. <laughs> oh, wow. Great. Uh-huh. Also, during the end credits, there's, it shows different pages of the journal. The one code in the journal reads, reverse the ciphers. And the other one reads, search for the blind eye. So, things that don't really make any sense right now. But maybe they will in the future. Um, I assume that they will. So, yeah. Does Gravity Falls, like, conclude? Like, like at the end of, like, the show, is it going to be, like, all the questions are answered? And, like, yeah. this is, or is it, like, a thing of, like, maybe there's some that are unanswered? Um, well, we can kind of debate that at the end. But I'm the major questions either, are answered. I, for me, like, with any show, I'm fine either way. Like, I like it if you answer, like, a majority of, like, the important questions. Mm-hmm. Or, like, those are solved. And then, like, if there's just, like, some, some stuff that, like... You, if you realize it's not really that important, it's, like, I think it's fine if you're kind of, like, just, like, drop it. Because, like, you, like, the truth matters, there's, like, some stuff on TV shows, like, that aren't, that just aren't that important. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't really matter if you drop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comment corner? Yeah, comment corner. Sorry, I was just finding the questions. All right, it is time for our comment corner. 
Um, we're going to be reading the comments from two videos today, which is comments I got on um, Boss, Mabel, and Bottomless Pit? Question mark? Yes. Yes. Okay. If it loads. Hey, there it goes. Hey. Um, so what do we start? Which one do we want to start with? Okay. We're going to start with Boss, Mabel. All right. I'm um, going to start with Wombat Aldebaran, who, hey... I remember your name because I keep saying it Alderaan. It's not Alderaan. Who says, who suggests to us a short tabletop game that you can play for a few hours? Fate. Because we were talking about some tabletop yeah, games. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And since fate works with everything, yes, you can play in the Gravity Falls setting. I actually did that once. It was really weird, but fun. So we'll have to check that out because now I am curious. Um, <laughs> uh, and so... Uh, Shorn Force quotes us, and when we say, is there a good goblin? When we were talking about if there's good or bad goblins. Um, and they say, oh, well, Jareth from Lab Labyrinth is an adversary, certainly, but is pretty decent as far as goblins go. That's debatable. <laughs> you never saw Labyrinth? Mm -hmm. That's debatable, guys. <laughs> he's not really... He's the villain of the movie. Mm -hmm. And he also kidnaps a baby. That's not a spoiler, because that's like the plot of the movie. I can't believe it. He kidnaps a baby. I mean, it's the only thing you're like, the only way you say he's not a villain is because it's David Bowie and like, it's got the Bowie bulge because mm -hmm. like his pants are very tight. Oh. Oh. I think that was a joke that's saying like the kids, like kid, like little girls watching the 80s lost their virginity watching that movie. Oh no. It's very <coughs> like in your face. <coughs> mm -hmm. But he does have the best song. I have not seen the movie. I'm a fan. We need to do like the first reaction double feature with that in Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen that either. All right. Oh, and Shorn Force also gives us the rules of the gremlins. Light hurts them. Sunlight kills them. Feeding them after midnight causes them to create cocoons and morph from fuzzy mogwai into the scaly gremlins. Water makes them multiply. Thank you. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you for the rules. Thank you. We appreciate it. We see you. Wes Jenkins says in response to some of the weird um, business practices going on in the shack, it says, wait, wait until you hit your real career earning levels. Tourist draft, 1984, drop $200 in the petrified forest gift shop on a sweet one by two foot fossil of a mess of fish. No regrets. Hey, as long as you don't regret it, though. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my thing. Like, we don't regret it. Like, I have opinions on it, but like, you can do what you want. <laughs> That's, I think that's like a thing you're learning. Like I, we, I have an opinion on something, and Kaylin has an opinion on something. But if you're happy, who cares what we yeah, think? Really, we just like do it. Like hell yeah, we're not the moral high ground. <laughs> so like enjoy it. I hope you. I hope you enjoy your tourist trap. You know, finds. I we respect you. I have a comment from James Wilson on that same video that says, "Oh, that that quotes um, Henry the Fourth. That says I can call spirits from the vast deep." Why, so can I, or so can any man, but will they come when you call for them? And then it says, long digression, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls plays Gravity Falls theme, which is a thing that we do. It's our bit. Yay! Um, and, and he says, I thought that would get old. It still works. In fact, it just keeps getting funnier. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you appreciate our I think bit. eventually it's not going to get funny, but like I feel like that's like a bit we might do with like all the shows, but we're not going to put Gravity Falls. We'll put like whatever the theme for the um, said show is. So it's, I mean, we'll, we'll gauge it. We, we figured out but thank you i'm i'm so glad that you appreciate our bit yes um let's see um let's see oh and this is um i'll read a couple from bottomless pit i think i feel like i had another one um should i read that comment i don't know um so i have a comment from robert presley that says uh 
shouldn't Sand have popped out the instant he fell in the second time from the perspective of the others on the surface? I mean, like, probably, yeah. But, like, comedically, it's not as funny. When he shouldn't have popped out, like, a second after? Like, yeah. Oh, right, because time was different in the pit. Right. Okay. Right, they pop out the moment they came back. But, like... But comedy. But comedy. That's... Um... <laughs> Uh, James Wilson quotes one of my favorite lines from the episode, which is sometimes I think, is this all there is? Is life just, is life just some kind of horrific joke without a punchline that, that we're all just biding our time until the sweet, sweet release of death? Um, just more silly, funny jokes for kids. Gravity Falls. <laughs> Thank you, James. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so happy when y'all quote our episodes. It makes us. That's not even our, I mean, that's just a, that's just a quote from an episode. So mm-hmm. we didn't make that up. Um, oh, Sean Force says, what do you think of Detective Pikachu? Um, I didn't see it. I saw it. I had so much fun with it. I've been a lifelong Pokemon fan since I was like six years old. I feel um, like that's like a movie. Like I didn't like. You're probably the only person like I know who would want to see it, and nobody else that I know would. And I didn't feel like going alone, mm. so I didn't see it. Erica saw it. I love her. I miss her. Yeah. Um, but she's our daughter. Maybe I'll watch it on like TV one time. But yeah, it it was fun. But like you probably I like you haven't played the game, so I'm not sure if you'd have appreciate it. As much, like, but I know who Pikachu is. Yeah, and I know who Ryan Reynolds is. Right. Um. But like, no, I think you'd have fun like, with it. So it's like a good video game movie. Yes, absolutely. It's probably the best video game movie. <laughs> um. And it was just like a lot of fun, and I just like I felt it in my heart, and just like as somebody who's played Pokemon for so long, and it was just like fun and silly, and like it was just a good time. I just really enjoyed it. They also say some of the vignettes may not have actually happened, so if it doesn't quite make sense, that's why. I didn't know that about links in the comments. Interesting. I'll try and remember that. Glad you like those hats. Oh, yeah. I definitely need to actually get one of those hats. Check right out on the show sometime. Um, Buffy is awesome. I look forward to that. Oh, now we said it. Now we have to do it. Well, we were going to do it. The problem is that, like, Buffy's a... It's not... That's not a hard show to do. The problem is, like, A, it's a a long show, and B, we'd also probably want to do the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of depends on like how we would do that. Would it be like we watch just Buffy and then we go to the spinoff, or do we like watch it simultaneously? Which like I know where it starts, so I can like do that. Right. But like I watched it, I just watched all of Buffy, and then I watched all of Angel. But so it's kind of like which way do you want to go? Right. So like, and that would take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I think we either a need to like expand a bit more Patreon. If we get enough patrons, we'll definitely have enough like space and time. To watch Buffy, right, and yeah. analyze all of that because I do have the bu- I do have several books that I can analyze, Ooh. and I'm really excited. Oh, you have piqued my interest. Um, and videos I can watch. I there's a lot on it. Um, and so, ooh, do I talk about this one? This was the criticism. We can talk. I mean, yeah, why not? All right. So I have a comment from our Rational Treasure video from Robert Presley, who I believe has commented on a couple of other of our stuff, um, who says, why is the majority of your episodes just describing what we just saw in the show itself or telling us what happens a few seconds before we see it happen in the show? Could you just watch the episodes and talk about what happens afterward? Hmm. I mean, we tried. I think it's just kind of like context and like we both edit kind of differently. Sometimes yeah. it's like you'll say, we'll say like exactly what happened and then you'll go into the clip and sometimes I'll be like, let's do the clip first and then after. It kind of depends on like how we edit it. Right. Yeah. It depends. We have different editing styles. So the fact that it's like with us, like we react and then because yeah. like, and we did remember we did do it separately for a while, but the copyright right bots kept getting us. Yeah. And at least like now it's not as bad. Right. And so, so that's kind of the big reason. And so like it's also important to know that we kind of do this in. Uh, two different formats like we have an audio just an audio version and one version with the reactions so like 
it's only fair that we include some kind of context about the show. Um, yeah. So people who are just listening it can see it. And sometimes we don't show, like, full clips. Like, we don't show the full episode. So, like, if you haven't seen it in a while, you, like, need to. Yeah. Um, so maybe do we spend more time than we need to I can think episode? it's, like... It's kind Maybe. of, I mean, like, we don't, I don't know how else, like, really can do it besides, like, like, besides, like, just, like, talking about, like, plot points, but, like, even, like, with us, if we're talking about plot points. Right. Like, you still end up talking about what happened in the episode and, like, right. going through it. Because, like, the other thing is, like, could you analyze it? Yeah, but I think it might be a shorter episode. Yeah, and it's, like, it's weird to, like, go back and be like, hey, you guys, go just watch that episode of that show that came out five years ago, right? Anyway, so remember the thing that happened with the thing? I was really looking forward about that thing. I'm like, eh, I'd rather just, like kind of like walk people through it, especially when we talk about older shows like shows that have been out for like years like, yeah i think it's important to go back and do it so yeah I mean, and I, yeah and also like somebody says like oh i was like, looking forward to like that clip and i'm like yeah but we didn't do anything interesting so like i'm not gonna add it right because we do have to like we got to be careful about like what we can put what we can't like, yeah i was gonna say like if there was anybody like admire like who i admire who, like i think like we should be and i was telling can about it if anybody listens to the podcast my favorite murder uh, obviously, we're not going to do the murder part because uh, the only time we probably will get to the murder Speak part. Speak for yourself. Well, you're not going to murder anybody. Anyway, but I was thinking, like, if we ever do, like, when we ever, like, start, like, that one, like, TV movie podcast we want to start and we end oh, up watching yeah. Lifetime movies. I'm excited about that. Then we're going to get into true crime stuff because Lifetime does, like, a shit ton of those. But uh, I like their format because, like, they spend, like, probably the first, like, 20, 30 minutes just, like, talking about life and, like, there's like it basically it's like conversation and then they get into the stuff it's mm-hmm. so like maybe we'll like that's like i don't know if i, I want to do that but like right now i kind of like our format mm-hmm. but like who yeah. knows and it's like we're always kind of ironing it out so it's not like we're like we will never change ever but it's like no we got to figure out a good balance we're mm-hmm. working on it but you know that's why we appreciate you guys watching because you're yeah. coming along for the ride Cause like and also like sometimes like with an episode like we see as gravity falls not much interesting happens so like if we don't go through the plot we're not going to have an episode. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we need something to talk about. But, like, we well, yeah, do appreciate the comment. We mm-hmm. always appreciate people speaking up about, like, hey, why do you guys do things that way or you should do things that way? I mean, we start doing these video reactions because somebody suggested it. So, like, and we did your it, voice and then... matters, unlike it does in Congress. Thank you. Everybody. Yeah. Good night. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard it. I did. I'm just like... <laughs> Um, it's a joke. So, um, topical, but it's serious. It's very topical. Um, anyway, but yeah. Oh, also a comment from the deep end. Did one just pop up? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. I saw that one. Also one for 20 episodes. Uh, James Wilson says, I don't know about Oregon, but Colorado, we had more than 30, hundred degree plus days a year. That's crazy. Dang. That's bad. That's Colorado. You're like in the mountains. What is the mountains doing on fire? Are they even like up near the mountains? Like, they're like. Colorado? That's like more in the middle of like, isn't it? Color, like the Colorado Rockies? No, I know there's mountains, but there's also mountains like around here as well. And like, I mean, I guess when we're up. Yeah, we're, we're like right out of the way of I don't know how geography works, guys. Uh, sometimes there's mountains and sometimes there's But Colorado is pretty close to like, Nevada and California, and that's also kind of hot. I mm. just like assume like there's like parts of Colorado that are like average, mm. and there's some parts that are colder. Mm-hmm. So anyway, how is Colorado? Do you like it? Are you having a good time? Have you ever been to Colorado? I've never. Um, I've been to the Denver airport twice, but I haven't actually been into the state. I don't think I've ever been to like even like the airports. Yeah, I've been on the airport twice on a layover. I think one going to California, one coming back from California. Well, wait, was that then? I might have been there because were we on the flight together one time? Um, actually, oh yes, did we? Did we stop at? Was it Phoenix or Colorado? Because I know on the way back from that trip, we stopped in um, Phoenix on the way back, and I don't yeah. think we stopped on the way too. It was either Denver or Phoenix. Um. Anyway, 
We've known each other for a while. I think that is it. Anything else? No. We got, we got next thing we're doing is season two. And I am hype, Dara. Woo! Because uh, our next two episodes are going to be the first two episodes of season two of Gravity Falls, which means we are officially in the back half of the series What are now. they called? Are they spoilers? Um, episode one is Scaryoki. And episode two is Into the Bunker. Both of these episodes... I am very excited about Scary so. Oki, I have questions about context-wise. The bunker one kind of mm-hmm. makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Kaylin's voice hurts. So It hurts a lot. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Gmail. I think I forgot that the last time. Uh, oh, yeah. Email us. Comment. Rate. Like. Subscribe. Tweet. Retweet. The other stuff you can do on Twitter. Um... <laughs> Give us money so we can expand our horizons and maybe and like work on more complex shows. Not the Gravity Falls isn't complex. I mean complex is like length, not like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a very sophisticated show, Dara. No, I, th- I think it's, <laughs> it's smarter than it is. No, because like I wasn't making a joke. I'm just like. No, 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 I know, I know. I'm just like as in like okay. lengthwise because like right now it's like or even like shows with spinoffs because it's kind of complicated. Yes. To do that right now. Mm-hmm. But if we ha- you know, have the money in the Patreon. Also, we can start doing the TV movie podcast we want to do, including Lifetime movies, and I can do a bunch of research on true crime, which I really want to do because I like it. Yeah, please. Because I'm a dork. Anyway, so that's it. Big dork. All right, until next time where we get started with Gravity Falls Season 2, I'm Kaylin Clither. I'm Darrow Whitman. Peace. Peace.